0: Play us in, Jim. This is a part we recorded after the show, but it's the beginning of part two. So now we're going to pick it up at I don't know what point because I don't know what point I'm at in the editing process. Sure. So are you guys ready to start talking again, even though you've already done your talking? Yes, okay. absolutely. Yeah, very so, excited. Here we go, part two. Bring it away. What's, is there some music that we should like run like just to like lead into it? They do that on like uh, uh, the Mark Marin podcast. I feel
1: like our podcast should have a lot more music. Maybe. Well, well just I don't like want to get boing boing. Oh, yeah, yeah,
0: I'm, I'm putting music in there, and then I could easily be sued. I'm just. <laughs> <sticking> <laughs> <you
2: back>? allowed <laughs> to
1: just play a little bit of it? Fifteen oh, yeah, seconds. Yeah. yeah,
3: that's
2: all we need. You know, Tony. Maybe 15 15 we need to get. Is it? Is, is, is there a song? Do you guys have a song?
0: Oh, yeah. Oh, so
4: you know, right know, back where... It.
0: But, yeah. Wait a we'll uh, uh, the We we've,
4: we've floated between two troop songs. Okay. it's Maxine Nightingale's Right Back Where We Started From. Okay. Is, and like, it's
3: alright when the love is
2: strong. We gotta get it right back to where we...
4: It's one of those songs oh, okay. where it's really, like, the same chords. Oh, okay. Played over and over and over. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. great. Uh, or... The Streets uh, sharp darts. Okay.
0: Which is a fantastic. Maybe I'll try. Maybe I'll mash them both together and Ooh. then
4: just like oh mash on That would be beautiful. I, I really encourage you to. Okay. So that going to be. it for our intro music. Yeah. Here we go.
0: Part two, guys. Check
4: <laughs>
0: yeah. it out. So you went through Second City and then you guys moved on to Go or Planet Ant? Like which theater did you favor at the time? Because both of you made the Go team first, then the Planet Ant team. Is that right? Yeah. Yes.
4: yes. Well, you were, on, you were on the resident cast of Go before me. Yeah. Because uh, you and Peterson got on around the same time, correct? Yeah. yeah. Um, I, from how I remember, it is like the year I was moving back, I was hanging out with him, and you were going to play in Date Night. Mm-hmm. That's uh, before Go rebooted it and brought it back. But he was playing in Date Night, and I was just hanging around, and PJ had approached me and was like, uh, that remembered me from before and like I think I'd done a couple jams there at that point and yeah. he was like we had somebody drop do you want to play in date night and I was like oh, yeah absolutely mm. so I did date night uh, and it went like okay it went pretty well uh and afterwards he kind of gave me a nudge of like, you know, hey, when you move back, make sure you come back around here. And I was oh, like really? okay. I was like, okay, that's all I need to hear. Yeah. Like absolutely. Um I
5: think our Colony Fest show was before go. Oh Open.
4: yeah, no, I'm jumping ahead. Yeah, I'm yeah. totally jumping ahead. Colony Fest is well before go cuz I was a junior at Western when we won Colony Fest. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh so yeah, we won Colony Fest. We did Joe versus the Travis uh which was another learning experience. What sure. is Joe?
0: Uh, that was the show you guys wrote. That, that was, was an,
5: that's what we titled it: Joe versus the Travis. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, like
0: Joe versus be. the volcano, or uh,
5: yeah,
4: that was that was sort the of yeah. Yeah. yeah Which uh, one
0: of you played uh, the Travis?
4: That was uh, the big twist. We actually played uh, uh, women from Twelve Angry Women. Yeah, uh, <laughs> yeah. And, uh, We did. I was that. the one that wanted
5: to go to the Tigers game, <laughs> but it was a Rock Hats concert and Twelve Angry Women.
4: <laughs> was it really?
5: No, there's oh. no Twelve Angry Women. <laughs> 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 yes, there is. What really?
4: There's been productions of Twelve Angry Women. Yeah,
0: I didn't. I thought you were just making that
4: up. I did no, too. There's wow. Totally, there's totally just like they do like a female odd couple. There's like <laughs> yeah, no, it's totally a thing. We we were saying with like James or or, or PJ earlier, like working with Lark just clicked instantly. Yeah. It's um, always
0: it's And he was your director for the Fjord Twins, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay. the Fjord Twins. And he plays
4: uh our father Bjorn Fjord in the show as well. Yeah.
0: yeah. It was yeah. weird, cuz Heather and I went to see it. Uh mm-hmm. and we were like who's that guy? You like we didn't know who it was. Yeah.
4: <laughs> <laughs> it's so funny dude because again like when I was in Novi for the for those shows, he was on that level of like hot shit. Like he's mm-hmm. one of the top dogs around yeah. here. Uh and I was just talking to Matt and Jen about this recently where it's like, you know, it's because they don't hang out as frequently yeah. at Go and other places which just happens you know yeah. it's weird that they're like uh, how do they put it it was like uh, he has people come up to him and just be like I'm sorry who do you know here and and, 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 and you know his gut reaction is to be like I've been here for years <laughs> <Yeah. standing laughs> out, like I thing. built this place <laughs> damn Yeah, it, while you yeah. were still an improv diapers yeah. damn it yeah <laughs> Uh, but no, it's the same thing with Brian because you know he in the past few years, like he's got married and had a he has a yeah. his daughter now, so he had to reasonably take some time shout away. out to Charlotte. Yeah, shout, shout out to out Charlotte, good Charlotte. Charlotte Bar- work, and Charlotte. Krista and Krista yeah, Culver. Shout, yep, yep, beautiful baby, beautiful wife. Mm-hmm. Uh, but no, it, it's it's funny, it's funny to hear you say that because to me, it's like you know Lark's that like veteran status. But like, yeah. I totally get it. Like, yeah, there's plenty of people who just have never met him before. But, yeah, yeah. Part
0: of that whole second wave that we're part of, or third wave. I don't know what. it yeah. is. Yeah, which know. is huge. Yeah, yeah. huge. Yeah. And yeah, really.
3: really
4: yeah. awesome. Uh, but yeah, I guess to answer your question. Uh, Colony Fest for the Ant. And then by the time I'd moved back to Ferndale and we were hanging out pretty regularly again, uh, it was mainly Go just because I, I lived. Proximity, yeah. You lived with Andy French at the time. Yeah, we both lived in Ferndale. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I lived with uh, my buddy Kurt, who I mentioned earlier. Uh, and we lived like three blocks from Go. Uh, so I was like there all the time. And we mm-hmm. got
5: the green light to mm-hmm. make another show with Lark as we wrote our second. Two man show, which was wirelessless, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and Lark also directed that, and mm-hmm. that was super super fun. Yeah. So, fun
0: you, can you guys talk about your writing process a little bit as like a duo? Like, sure. Is, is it improv based, or you just sit around and write out like, we, bits? Uh, and
5: honestly, a little bit of everything. A lot of yeah. our shows come from. We just naturally dick around all the time. Yeah. When it's the two of us, we have you know a certain like sense of humor. We know what makes each other laugh. Like, what right. kind of bits. And especially for Joe versus the Travis, a little bit. Of, oh, I love that you. title. Because I look
4: back on it and think, God, another pompous yeah, fucking Because yeah. We Can title. But, <laughs> but it, is, I don't know, it makes me laugh. That's but all it that matters. Especially for that show, <laughs>
5: that was you. kind of like compile all of the bits that make us laugh and figure out a way to write them into a show.
4: Right. And with Wireless List, not to cut you off, like with Wireless List, I feel like it was the opposite. It was right. like we thought of a, a simple through line of it's a town that's known for having free Wi-Fi. Uh, for everybody and this is for like Rocket Fiber Google yeah. Fiber and all mm-hmm. that I want
0: to say you guys are really like really, <laughs> the, you're like the futurists really cool. of improv thank you for recognizing yeah. yes. uh, how we're calling out cultural and technological yeah. I'm going to ask you for <laughs> stock tips after, <laughs> after
4: <like. laughs> uh, but that, no, that was the premise it was a town that is a hub of free wireless internet uh, and it has a satellite uh, that they the monitor from the town of... Uh, God, what's the town name? Webland. Yeah, Webland, of course. <laughs> of course. Uh, of course. Uh, <laughs> we thought of that, and then we built the characters in the town off of that. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, God, that show was so much fun to to produce and, and to put up. Uh, and we even did an extremely self-indulgent. Because it was just the two of us, uh, so we had rapid character changes in it. Um, so does that make it harder to edit
0: down? You know, because sometimes when you were the group... Well, sometimes it makes it easier, but sometimes it makes it... More difficult too because it's just you two. Like, do you take a lot of input from the director at that point, or no? Do you just go to Brian? Well, we were kind rolling?
5: of a trifecta. Yeah, me, Trav, and Brian. The three of us kind of like it was always for the good of the show. Mm-hmm. And honestly, I I don't know. I sometimes find it easier, uh, less voices. It all just comes together. Right. Um, right, right. Right. It made it more difficult to perform because uh, we had for both those shows. One of our kind of goals was that there was always something happening. Like, there was always something to look at. We didn't really have... It wasn't a traditional, like, you see this scene, and then the stage goes black, and then we set up for the next scene. Mm -hmm. Like, there might have been one blackout during the entire show, and the rest of it kind of, like... I'm doing a thing with my hands to make my fingers interweave with each other. Kind of Uh, like a butterfly, two butterflies crashing into each other. (laughs) Yes, yes, (laughs) Yes, that's 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 the hand motion. So we tried to, like, (laughs) let one scene bleed into another. So we were constantly on stage. So that's that's difficult. That was kind of difficult to do with two people, but also easy to rehearse easy to get off book on because it was just the two of us. Yeah, Yeah,
4: we were already hanging around like all the time anyway, so it was just like, all right, let's go through the script once and then we'll...
5: And how do you get the opportunity to do a show? Like you said,
0: you got the green light. Does something you just pitch or they're like, we have an Uh, opening, we want you to do something?
4: I give all credit to Joe for that because Mm -hmm. I was still very nervous of PJ and Chris D'Angelo and, and everybody who was higher up at Go I mean even Lark Even after doing a show with him I was still nervous Just yeah. to be around him Just out of respect Like I respected all of them so much And I remember him being like Dude I think we just gotta ask them And say we have an idea for a late night Ken will write it Lark City's down to direct it. Do you want to do it? And I vividly remember being like, "No, I think they'll think we're assholes. <laughs> like, <laughs> I think they'll think we're too controlling." And he was just like, "I'm just gonna ask." And I was like, "Okay, but you'll be proven wrong." And then of course PJ was like, "Oh, you have a show idea? Absolutely. Yeah." And and I and I've talked to him about it uh, in hindsight since, and I know like the current model at Go is like, you know, if you come. It's like an 80% script. Yeah. If you come with a fully realized script that, you know, they like and is good and has a clear vision and doesn't need a huge overhaul with it, yeah. you know, they'll be on board with it. Hmm. Uh, uh, as long as, you know, the, you know, the director is agreed upon, a cast is agreed upon, like all that stuff. Uh, at the time, though, this was years and years ago, and we were just like, we got an idea. <laughs> and, like, yeah. I was still blown away that he said yes to it. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, that's, that's he more was, or less how it came to be. For one
5: reason or another, trusted the three of us enough yeah. to say you don't even have a script yet but right. go mm. for it I'm well, sure you guys will do something
4: and a lot of that had to do with Brian Lark too because yeah. he like he's very good friends with PJ he had worked with PJ in a lot of shows at this point point. and the wonderful thing about Lark and I can say the same thing about James Quesada is that they both have this wonderful ability to give notes that are constructive and like, uh, like he'll tell you if you're fucking up yeah. But he'll do it in a friendly way that makes you want to work harder. Yeah, it's you very know?
5: it's very productive working yeah. with Lark.
4: Yeah, and it's, it, there's no ego. There's right. no like I'm telling you to do this, and I'm ordering you like. He... And
5: we came in with the same sensibility. The mm-hmm. two of us, you know, had conversations of all for the good of the show. Let's mm-hmm. not yep. let's not be too attached to anything. Let's not mm-hmm. uh, let's leave the drama at the door. Leave the ego at the door. And every show that we've written with Lark is just from from the first meetup. Mm-hmm. From the very first time the very first meetup it's just all of a sudden we've met for only three hours to talk about this in a in like a professional sense to start actually rehearsing for it, and we already have an outline for the entire show, sure, yeah. and then the next rehearsal is just productive like some sometimes it's hard it's like pulling teeth to kind of figure out to find the show to to put it together to figure out exactly what it is. Yeah. what's and necessary, what's not necessary, mm-hmm. and with Lark it's always just been simple. Yeah. Mm. simple, fun and productive, productive fun.
4: Yeah.
0: You know, you said before that Joe made the team at the home team at go before you did, Travis, mm-hmm. and then Travis, or you made the home team at Planet Ant before mm-hmm. Joe did. Mm-hmm. Yep. I don't know if there's a duo that's more closely linked i'm trying to think of it like you know what i mean because a lot of people know you as like joe and travis you sure know, sure or, sure. and so was that a weird feeling seeing like because i know you said you're competitive and stuff and obviously you're happy for them but is that a weird feeling like that makes you question yourself like well he made the home team and i'm not
5: on there yet when he made the planet ant home team my first reaction was fucking hell yes way to go dude mm-hmm. and immediately following was in the most positive way like all right just like we said before, I gotta I gotta step it up. He yeah. at the bar, mm-hmm. uh, so it's equal parts congratulatory mm-hmm. and encouraging. Yeah, and, to, uh,
4: and like and to be fair, like we we talked about it as plainly as that. <laughs> like, oh, you like talk a month or so it. after okay. it happened, and it was like because you know it's one of those uh, it was one of those things. Where it was like ah shit, like I wish. He was on the home team too, but like that's such like a unspoken sacred process they have there. It's not something that I would ever try to force. Yeah, Uh, even to the point where Margaret, Margaret one time half jokingly called me out and was like, "You're trying to get your boy on the home team, aren't you?" And I'm like, honestly, (laughs) yes, I want him on there, but I've never (laughs) once tried it out of fear of like disrespecting you because I'm still so intimidated by Margaret to this day. Well, you know, you could
2: have done it because she's already giving you the business. It's true. (laughs) I I get the
4: business every Monday. I'm at the. But (laughs) did you have?
0: Did you have someone? Conversation when Joe made the Go Resident cast. Or, uh, so.
4: yeah, I'm trying to remember if I was still in school. I think you was not. still in school. Yeah, it was. Well, like, Go was more of an abstract thing to me at that point. Like I'd yeah. been there a few times. I mean, I was to answer your question. Like I was jealous as soon as I heard he was taking Second City classes. Mm-hmm. Like because it, and in the same way you're we talking about. Like I was happy that he was continuing. Uh, learning yeah and getting better at it but i was also extremely jealous because there's not that big of an improv scene mm-hmm. in kalamazoo and it's a very very difficult one to get into in my experience mm. uh do and they I,
0: have like a like do they have some sort of improv yeah scene
4: like, they do it's it's kind of a long weird story but there, there's a group called crawlspace eviction out there mm-hmm. that they would do shows once a month and at least when i was there it was always like they would announce it like two, three days beforehand and I always had something else going on yeah. and they 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 were like their own kind of home Click. team unit yeah. uh, and they never held auditions so oh. I was like and they wouldn't even really do jams hmm. so I was like I would go to these shows I went to like I managed to get to like two or three of them while I was at Western uh, and I like at one point I emailed them from my school account and was just like can I do an internship? Can I just sit in on the room? Yeah. Can, I aud- can I do anything? I'm like a junkie <laughs> fiending for improv like yeah. please let me do it. Uh, and it never ended up working out, but, um, so, so yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So like when he was doing go in second city, I was just like, shit, you know, and I, yeah, I gotta up my game. I gotta figure out how to get there.
5: I think going back to why, you know, we've stayed such close friends is that we've always been very upfront about that kind of jealousy when the other gets an opportunity. Yeah. yeah. I think that's right. Like, it's, it's honest and rare. There's, yeah. there's very little, if any passive, aggressive you know talk between the two of us like it's all aggressive just (laughs) it's all all aggressive uh, baby what do you mean you're doing better than me no but like he got on the home team and i was like congratulations fuck (laughs) (laughs) you know i'm damn i'm so jealous in in a positive healthy way like not and like a am jealous of you and i'm gonna cut you down and try to you know
4: and i think and i think the funny thing about it is like you know these are all honest Things that we all experience with each other in, right. the, in this unique field that we all have you know like if all four of you auditioned for a show and only one or two of you got into it, like it would be a weird thing. <laughs> well, Did I just strike uh, a yeah. chord? I feel like I saw some looks when I <laughs> yeah, said yeah. that. That was Tony has special. a word
6: for it. It's some kind of German slang. Uh Schadenfreude, I believe is
0: the word. It's like when you're feeling good at another person's misfortune. Oh, <laughs> cuz oh, I was sure, <laughs> sure. cuz I 2 years ago I made it for I made it to the callbacks for the launch cast at Go. And then yes. I asked him on this podcast, I said on a scale of 1 to 10, how happy or, or was it happy or unhappy?
1: How happy Would, we were that you didn't. Make yeah, it.
0: how happy you were that I didn't make it. <laughs> <laughs> and they were honest, <laughs> you know. Uh, I think that's back when we used scales. Yeah, yeah. 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 It, was yeah. Scales it was a different more. time. It was a trendier. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> because you I could. And I think Jim and Heather were like uh, seven. Yeah, seven. Like higher on the scale. Heather was lower than Jim, but.
1: I don't. I think I was low because no, you were no. You were not that low. I was only happy low. because
0: you were afraid that I was going to abandon you, like make new friends and abandon yes. you. Yes. There was like a I I didn't
1: want to lose you, Tony. Jim mm-hmm. was the
0: most honest. He's like most I, honest. Yeah, exactly. No, I didn't. I, was, I, I was didn't want to see you do well. <laughs> and John was well. Actually, John was the most honest. Jim was honest, but John was like I feel I, it was honest. He, John gave us zero. He didn't feel good at all because I felt he's like I could have capitalized on all those networking opportunities. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So we've had we're similarly honest in yeah. our group. But and
4: it's an important thing. I feel like it's it, it's something that's rarely addressed head on in this community. And like like I'll, like I'll be honest, dude. Like I uh, we're both very fortunate, and, and we've had a very yeah. easy path considered. Because the truth about improv that not a lot of people like to talk about is some people fucking figure it out. Like some people. For whatever reason, their upbringing, their their comedic background, whatever it is, they, they just click with it easier. I feel like for the two of us, we we got a huge head start that a lot of people don't typically get. Uh, and it's you know, it, and because it was in our younger years, we were able to pour all of our focus into right. it, like, yeah. some did, of our formative years, yeah, like, it our formative years. And we didn't have a job. We didn't, you know, like it was. It, we had all this time just to focus on improv. And I mm-hmm. and I I try to stay aware of that, but. To go back to what you're saying, it's like it. I feel like it's stupid to deny those yeah. feelings that you have sometimes. No, you know? I admire mm-hmm. that.
0: I didn't realize you guys were that. Like you know,
4: I feel like you, you know. have to because otherwise you just find a you find yourself. You know, God forbid, like resenting the other person, yeah. right. or, or just or just having weird petty. Uh, negative emotions mm-hmm. towards another person, mm-hmm. you know, like jealousy, is something that occurs naturally in any sort of uh, performance art. You yeah. know, there's and a way to
5: to channel it and turn it into a positive thing. Yeah, yeah. you know. Yeah. So, so do you,
0: are, do you mind being linked together, like Joe and Travis, or like I'm my own person or anything? It doesn't no, seem like no, do. Yeah. certainly
4: not. I mean, like I, I I would hate to I would hate for it to get to a point where like you know, you can't be seen as doing something individual right. or I can't be seen as doing something right. individual. Uh, but I've, I've no problem. We both lead our together. own lives, but yeah, I think we, you
5: yeah. Know, uh, greater than the sum of its parts sort of thing mm-hmm. when we come together.
4: Yeah,
0: if uh, it makes you feel better, when I first knew you, I didn't know you as a thing. I just thought, I met Joe first, and then there's that guy, Travis, and then I'm like, oh yeah, they're like a, a duo, like they're, they're best are. friends. Yeah. Like, yeah. They're oh. a Joe and Travis. Yeah, yeah. 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 Right.
4: You didn't know that we were dating. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh, I didn't know this big announcement yeah. exclusive for yeah. the After Improv podcast. <laughs> yeah. well, I think know, everybody we, already knew. Yeah. <laughs> no, <laughs> we accept you. Ah, all right, but, that's good
0: to hear. But one thing that's, I think, interesting about you too is that, you know, you've started out, you know, at the same time you're similar in age like your best friends but your styles are very distinct i wouldn't say they're similar at all i would say like for yeah. james i don't know if you guys agree with me but you know james i think said that before too like uh like you're more of a head guy and you're more oh, his, and you're more like, the heart he, yeah heart are the heart the x factor yeah you're, the, <laughs> you're like that like the x factor i believe is how he like, oh, described yeah. it so oh, yeah. yeah especially that you guys like share such a like similar view on comedy you know what I mean? Sure. You'll see people like that. It's like, oh, it's kind of like, it's very easy to become like clones of one another and people say, oh, you guys have the same sense of humor. But I would say like watching you both do, you know, a fair bit of improv, you, you're you very distinct. Is that something that, is that a thing you talked mm-hmm. about or are you focused think, on? Uh, or is it just what you're comfortable with? It's interesting. Uh, or do you disagree with me completely? No, no, no. I don't Where do you get off? <laughs>
5: I don't disagree with you. I think, and not to spell it out so blatantly because, you know, there's a lot of gray area, but yeah. I think in improv and just in general, we both approach life and improv in a very different way with a very strong common denominator of having a similar sense of humor, but maybe going about it in different avenues. But, like, Mm -hmm. you know, Travis makes up for all of my weaknesses and vice versa. Or not weaknesses, but my strengths complement Travis. And and yeah, and it goes the other way. As no, well. I, I, yeah, he's I think the sun to your moon. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, you know, the Caldero Drogo moon. to <laughs> <laughs> uh, <yeah. laughs>
0: my moon My moon, my stars. You are stars. both the one who was promised. Yeah, yeah.
4: Joe's the chain breaker. You know, no, all that <laughs> stuff. Uh, no, no, I, I, no. I, I totally agree with what you're saying. Um, and what, and what a lot of people. Well, I, I'll say this. Going off your comment, Tony. Like yeah. the 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 most common thing I hear about our sets is like. Uh, you know, I'll typically end up playing the straight man, mm-hmm. and Joe will play, like, the big, crazier kind of character type. And I don't disagree with it at all. Mm-hmm. Um, it's never really a conscious thing. Exactly, but it that's ends it. Up just, that's, that's just what we end up doing. Yeah, yeah. I like, and, and don't get me wrong. Like, I enjoy playing the straight man a lot. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think there's a lot of subtlety, and there's a lot of, like, fun things to explore in it. But it's not something I ever really, def- like, consciously yeah. thought about, you know? Um but yeah, it's kind of it's kind of more so and it's very interesting and flattering to hear you say that because uh that's cool that you can observe that and be mm-hmm. like you know I can clearly define the two of you. But yeah, honestly, it's not something I I try to think too much about. Yeah. Right. And maybe I should, but I know how I think about improv, and the more I start to dwell on that kind of stuff, the more I get in my head about my performance. Yeah, <laughs> right. Yeah. So the more just, you try
5: to be the straight man as yeah. opposed to
4: just letting it come naturally. Or the more that yeah. I try to be the oh, the wackadoo. Yeah. Uh, and it's funny, no, it's hilarious to hear that off that James comment because I love, 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 love talking shop with James Quesada. Yeah, he's he, about it forever. Oh, he will. I mean And he's <laughs> such a student, you know what I mean? He like is. He's, he's so humble about it and he's so he just treats it with so much respect, you yeah. know, like he really, really respects and loves the art of it. Mm-hmm. Of yeah. it all, I
0: think of him as, a, as an improv intellectual. Absolutely. Yeah. You know, absolutely.
4: Mm-hmm. He, um, you know, and it's, it's funny because, uh, we've talked about before, uh, like one of the pet peeves I have with improv is like, we're also willing to learn and explore and in intro one and do these silly games and exercises with each other, and then eventually it gets to a point where you've done it long enough that you don't. You want to be the cool kid, and mm-hmm. you don't want to be the person doing right. like make a machine like that's yeah. that's beneath you all yeah. of a sudden. Uh, yeah. but, but that's how you get good. Like that's how you learn and explore and find new things. And I, like James never thinks that way. You know, mm-hmm. for him it's always like I'm going to just keep. I'm going to be hanging on by the coattails of this improv thing and just see where it leads me Mm -hmm. Uh, and he never once seems to get self conscious about himself or insecure like he just somehow is above all of that Mm -hmm. Uh, yeah it's very very interesting
0: so what kind of things do you pass on? Because you both do teaching. Like, mm-hmm. not mm-hmm. recently have you, are you? Do you continue to teach? Because I know, like, that you taught uh, these guys. Oh
4: yeah, oh, I want to pick <sighs> your brains about that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> what
0: did do, do? Do they make an impression on you? What do you think of? Having uh, well, Jim they were. The,
4: you guys were my first intro one. Uh, my first. Intro I remember I that. Taught. Oh, yeah. you're. Oh, really? Yeah. I taught. I think it was my second class. It's echo comedy. Yeah, yeah, echo comedy. I I have I do not teach at the ants uh, yet anyway, mm-hmm. um, but. Uh will go back to what you're saying. I I teach intermittently I, okay. uh just cuz I get burnt out between shows and my my day job. Yeah. Uh, I I enjoy doing it but I just don't What do it as what often. is your day job now? Uh I'm a copywriter uh for a ad agency okay. in Birmingham, which the reason why I brought that up earlier is the full irony of getting a film and creative writing degree and then I ended up getting uh The the copywriting job that I wanted, uh, which is just this horrible universe irony. But anyway... um, There's actually a lot of improvisers that...
0: I know you worked at another... Big company before, yeah. I worked at Quicken Loans before. Okay, that. I don't know if you want to say it. I mean, there's nothing yeah, wrong with it, no. but there was like so many people that oh, that yeah. worked at Quicken. I was like, this is crazy. John oh worked god. at Quicken. He got fired for trying to race himself. I don't know if you ever heard that. Wait, what? Like rubbing. <laughs> yeah. But
4: is it is weird how how many improvisers end yeah. up in that position? It's so so bizarre.
2: They just have so many job openings. No, mm-hmm. yeah.
4: So yeah. So when I moved back to Ferndale, I worked at a god awful call center. That was telemarketing, not medical debt collection, but mm-hmm. just good old fashioned telemarketing, yeah. uh, which is a whole side story. But I worked there for about a year, and Pete Jacobs worked with me there for six months. Is there or a particular
0: so. product that you sold, or uh, did we you were, raise money for firefighters <laughs> This or? is
4: horribly depressing,, yeah. uh, but we were a professional fundraiser okay. and this is Ooh. part of the reason I do not donate to charities unless I research them very, yeah. very thoroughly. If anyone ever calls you on the phone or in person says i 'm part of a professional fundraiser immediately ask them how much money you donate to the actual charity and how much goes to pay for overhead. Because the place I worked for, it was an 80-20 split. Yeah. 80% would go to the company and 20% would go to the charity. And then as I worked there, they switched it to eighty-five, fifteen. 15. <laughs> uh, Jeez. Yes. Like
0: that 20 is way too high guys. You yeah. <laughs> and it
4: was God awful. Like they, it was a commission based job. It was a higher turnover than a restaurant. Like it, it was just insane. And shortly after I quit, I quit. And then like two months later, Pete ended up quitting cause it was just so depressing to work there. Yeah. Uh, uh, the company very publicly got sued I think the Department of Justice or something mm. for fraudulent mm. practices and went bankrupt. So it was nice. like this yeah. oh, it was just awful.
0: There's another veterans one too that does that too. Yep. Like the majority of their overhead goes to just It's you know.
4: so Bastards. common. It's so common. But yeah. anyway, I knew Amber Hunt, yeah. who we uh me, her, Aaron Johnstone, and RJ Cash uh were in a or in a group called Question Marky Mark. Okay. Uh, that a very very
5: well named yeah, I remember, I've Heard that name before. <laughs> <laughs> that's why I say it because he named it. Kudos uh, to you, Joe. He named yes. it. Kudos. So. Uh, uh,
4: and he coached us for a while too, and we ended up winning Colony Fest. Mm. Uh, and while we were doing, while we were writing our written show there, uh, it was called Champions, and Lauren Bickers directed it. Uh, Amber Hunt worked at Quicken in the marketing department and asked mm. me if I wanted to apply for an internship there. No, because uh, she knew I had a creative writing background, so that's how I got in. To the field. Oh, okay. Uh, and then I about I worked there for about oh, two years, and then I jumped ship uh, to my current job. Mm-hmm. I
2: did see you in a training video. Oh yeah, I heard oh, people quick, talk about yeah, that. Yeah, no, I did. I yeah.
4: did a lot of uh, training videos there. To get out of my real work.
0: <laughs> so was that because they knew you did improv and they're like, hey, you know, like you should do this. Pretty and, much. I okay. got,
4: I became fairly good friends with the the the, the digital media team mm-hmm. there who do a lot of internal videos yeah. for Quicken. Uh, one of them, this guy Nick, he actually filmed a couple of videos for Human Amusements uh, oh, really? for us. And another... Uh, my friend Colleen is a designer, like a great designer there. And she did the human amusements posters for us. Okay. Uh, so yeah, it, it's weirdly interconnected, but yeah, a ton of Quicken people became improv people and vice versa. Oh, really? <laughs> a lot oh, so of you recruited people. people from Quicken. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Charlie Matt, uh, who, oh, okay. who performs in rock o And Helena. uh, yeah. And, and Helena, uh, his wife, uh, they both worked, uh, well, Charlie didn't work at Quicken, but Helena was one of my bosses there. Oh, really? Uh, Charlie started taking classes. I think she was in
5: it. my first intro one, Helena. That you taught? Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. I taught Charlie's intro, too,
4: a couple months before. It's super bizarre yeah. how that works out. Yeah. There's a, there's a few other people there uh, that fell out. But yeah, I did a couple training videos. I did a couple. Jen Hansen and I did, because uh, she worked there, too. We did uh, radio spots for Quicken. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah. I remember walking through
5: Kroger one day. <laughs> yeah and an ad came on and i was like that's fucking Travis.
4: yeah i know my favorite i, I heard it was it was the coolest like starstruck moment i've ever had because everyone individually kept telling up to, coming up to me and saying like i heard you on a radio commercial mm. uh and the best one was Brian lark who said while he was in the waiting room with Chris and his wife to figure, confirm that she was pregnant. They're yeah. sitting in this hospital waiting room and they hear, Hi, my name's Travis and I work at Quicken Loans. Maybe you should too. Here's why. And they're both like, and it's just like this intense, heart-wrenching moment. Yeah. And then just like, fucking trash <laughs> <laughs> what is he doing here yeah it's um, like this
0: will be the memory of like you know yeah the was, day of my life changed
4: it was it was so bizarre so bizarre so, um, so
0: going back to teaching oh yeah what sorry. were your memories of uh heather jim and johnny if any Don't it was
4: well I, I i i very quickly want to turn the script on you guys in a minute but i was i was very nervous with that class because it was my second one i taught an in intro to um where i very much was cutting my teeth figuring it out um and I thought I did an okay job of that intro, too. But the intro one was jam-packed. I think it had, like, one or two more people than it should have. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I remember your guys' class being very fun. Like, it was... Uh, and, if, and please be honest. If you're like, I fucking hated it, like, please tell me. No, they uh, speak highly of you Oh,
0: to this day. <laughs> Thank God.
4: Mm-hmm. Uh, it, was, no, it was a very energetic and fun class. Like, one of my earliest memories was you and... I'm forgetting his name. Max. Max. Yes, you and Max <laughs> had some crazy... We were playing Switch Left or something... And you guys had this crazy like bank robbery scene, and one of the first things you did, John, or something. Yeah, yeah, like one like, of the first the things snakes. you did was just did like a full body dive across the training center <laughs> yeah. and like landing yeah. like just like a full body slam on the ground, and I was just like, "All right, this class, here we go, <laughs> All right, yeah. this class." Um, but yeah, so did you? I'm curious, did you and you as well, Tony? Have yeah. you guys gone through the whole Go program? I know you're. No, or, we're
0: actually starting Thursday. We're going to advance one because we, we went to oh, go through okay. like intro. Oh, advance one, and then we shifted over to Planet Ant to take the writing program. Gotcha. So that's finished. So we've been waiting these past two months. That's why the season has been so long. Oh, okay. uh, Because we've been, you know, like in a shower period, and then we're going to start advance one again because Jessica, who is in Joe's class. Mm Uh, she's caught up, yeah, Femininio So she's caught up. So, so we so. I heard she her.
2: left her class to join this Thursday one. Oh really? Yes. So oh. she was
1: only with him for a little while, though. It's not like she was with him the whole time. So
2: Heather, you're saying that an in intro too, you would have left us. Shots. Fired.
1: No, I already loved you guys. No,
2: left. Cause I she would, was with I them for she's one she wouldn't, have I wouldn't
1: have left you because I loved you. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Love, love,
3: love no leave. <laughs> was, I'm
1: just I'm, saying it takes one class to love. <laughs>
3: yeah.
0: Anyway, what were your guys' impressions of Travis? Yeah, <laughs> as I was a teacher? really
1: nervous. <laughs> I, was I was too. Nervous. Yeah, I
6: was really nervous because I just Probably get out of like reasons. a. I just gotten out of like a Mark Ridley stand-up class and I was like, Oh, oh really? My God, that was just like, <laughs> there is no support. And then once I got the improv, it was like, Oh my God, these people are just having fun. Right. Right. And, uh, I remember you being very just kind of non judgmental and it was good. You know, mm-hmm. it was just kind of like have fun. And if you want to do something, just try this. Right. Right. You know, it was cool. It it's cool. It was really good for a beginner class. Yeah.
0: You want to talk a little bit about your teaching, like how you approach teaching? Yeah.
6: I'm like, um,
4: to be honest, I feel like I'm always figuring it out as I go, mm-hmm. which I'll never say in a classroom, which why am I saying it on a podcast? Yeah. I don't know. They're all going uh, to uh, yeah. No, don't listen. Yeah. Uh, no, what? it's um I don't to be honest, well like to yeah, go I'm back serious. to to people we've talked about since we started like yeah. to Mr. Brun or uh uh to Brian Lark or PJ like uh they they all share the same characteristic of they are very good at being supportive and encouraging, but also don't pull any punches when it comes to like, hey, don't you know that's not working? Don't do that. Blah yeah. blah, blah. Which then the latter is the part I struggle with. You know how you how do you can you be constructive and, and firm while also not being like so mean that you discourage somebody? Yeah. You know uh, because I don't know. I uh, with intro programs or, or with beginning students rather, you're trying to you're kind of encouraged to not be crazy harsh because you know, at the end of the day, it is a business. You want to get people coming back for more classes. Uh, and that's the truth of it anywhere. But I feel like also like, what's the fucking point if you're not being honest. And I look back and I think of my favorite college professors or high school, uh, uh, teachers. And those were the ones that were never afraid to, you know, tell yeah. me that, hey, you're being an idiot, <laughs> you know, so yeah. I try to do the same.
0: The truth is never mean. That's my that's my saying.
4: That's yeah. Even if
0: it's not true. But
4: yeah, it, that's a- <laughs> it's true to me. <laughs> no, that's a fair point. It's a fair point. Are there I'm curious, though, is like looking back on that intro one class, is it like uh, like is there any like gain perspective or I, like
2: this is what I remember. Mm-hmm. Uh, <coughs> Dave. Whose last name I can never pronounce correctly, Dave. Yeah, he brought in a twelve pack. Yes, and you're yes. like, no. Yes, oh my God. So somebody, <laughs>
4: somebody just brought this up to me recently, and I totally—it was one of those memories again where I totally forgot about it, and then it clicked. Like I, I brushed the dust off, and I was like, oh yeah, because Dave. The nicest guy, like yeah. such a shout cool out to David. Guy. I think
0: Dronkowski. Dronkowski.
4: something like that. Yeah, pretty yeah. close. Yeah, the nicest guy. <laughs> so for those for those of you who have not been there, yeah. it's our training center is across the street from a CVS, and it was like I don't know fifth or sixth week of class, maybe like we're all friends now, like we're all get, we're all knowing each other, and we go on break, <laughs> and he comes back with a case of beer, and you could tell in his eyes and in his tone, it was like the the best intentions of just like you know, it'd be fun if we just had a couple beers during this. And then I, again, because I was a very, like, green teacher, I instantly was just like, no! Like, what are you doing? You can't do it. And you I remember pulled aside like, look, yeah, like, no.
2: look Dave. Okay. I think you said something like, I don't want to lose this job. Yeah, no, it's exactly, that's what I was like
4: just going to say. It. The one clear thing I remember saying was being like, Dude, I appreciate what you're doing, but I do not want to get fired from here. Like, we can't do this. And he felt so awful about it, and it made me feel even more awful. But it was just like, no, I cannot justify us all having beer at right here like at four thirty in the afternoon on a Saturday or whatever it was. You know
0: how how old are you guys now? Right now,
4: uh, I'm 26. I just turned 28. Okay. So like
5: have you ago.
0: have you ever taught 15 year olds?
5: Oh, yes i have yeah
0: and what's that what was that like from the perspective of
5: fucking awesome yeah it was so fucking
0: awesome does it make uh, you think of like you starting out or what's that does it didn't it make you think of you starting out uh, about, totally yeah yeah
5: totally yeah, totally uh, uh, well let me tell you uh, yeah tony um, but whether it was i i taught one of the um youth workshops like summer workshops at go uh, and that was much younger But uh, my sister works at uh, My sister Roz The one The drama te- The drama High school drama per I can't talk uh, <laughs> Roz works at Detroit Country Day now uh, In the middle school and Is this the Ricky Rocket sister? Yes Okay Wait What?
0: Yes you told me that
5: story. I told you that story? Yeah, what well, do you think I just... <laughs> <laughs> Dude, you... It was a hell of a gas. Yeah. Dude, you always tell that story. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> just what to say. Uh, yeah, my sister hung out with the drummer from Poison. Anyhow, uh, <laughs> shout out
0: to my sister, a huge Poison fan, who's seen oh. them multiple times on concert. Oh, nice. Yeah. Um, she doesn't listen to this podcast. That's <laughs> fine. Well, hello shout anyway. out. You know what? Uh,
5: so, she decided to start an improv thing at her middle school, and ask me to come in as, like, a special guest teacher uh, at the end of, like, at the end of their run or whatever. So I've done that a couple times now, and it's really, like, man, it's so refreshing because they're just, you know, it goes back to just they're having fun, and you can see a couple of them really have some serious potential if they stick with it, but also, like, it's just playful, not... And it's some kids that that you can tell are looking for that outlet, the same way that we were in you know in high school. Just a group of class clowns having fun, like you know, organized goof offery. It's pretty cool. Mm. It's, it's pretty cool to teach uh, to teach that age.
0: How do you like teaching in general? How do you like? I love your, it. What's your? Do you have a certain approach or like a, like a goal in mind that you?
5: I always try to tell people to to go big, no mm. matter what. If you're going to do a character. Do it big. If you're going to make a choice, make it big. Hmm. And you know that's I'm, I'm certainly not the first to say that, and I won't be the last. But yeah. um, well, you certainly embody that. Like in that? your, you embody that in your improv. Oh I yeah, I mean, like. I to, yeah, I mean, I try to because, in my opinion, that's the most fun to play. Is the most fun to play with, and is the most fun to watch. Yeah. Uh, is when you just go balls to the walls. Even if like, uh, I give the example all the time. I Scotty Myers. I love Scotty Myers so much. I love doing the showdowns with Scotty. Especially when it comes to the impersonation games, because he admits that he's not good at them. Yeah. And he still does it as big as humanly possible. <laughs> so when he misses a Schwarzenegger impression, you better believe that he's not holding anything back. He's going as big as he possibly can. And it's just fun. Yeah. It's just more fun, you know, when people are really going for it rather than like being skittish or starting
4: a character and then dropping it for fear of this looks ridiculous. Like, yeah. And yeah. Well, the other thing with that too, it, uh, and one thing I always try to tell my students going off of that is mm-hmm. like, uh, it's just the immediacy and like how quickly improv is done. You know, like even if like, you know, we go up tomorrow and we have like the best, most fucking stellar set, tear the house down. Every line hits. It's amazing. Yeah. People might mention it. Like, you know, two, three, six months from now. Yeah. But ultimately you're just gonna be judged on the next one. And the same thing goes for bombing. Like if if you have a god awful set, I I especially I especially try to say this to intro classes like now, currently, is like, you know, if if our class show bombs who cares? You're right. gonna learn a lot more from it than you would a good set. I'll tell you that right now. Yeah. Um, and and guess what? It, you know, people will probably forget it in the yeah. next month to six months, and it doesn't matter anymore. It mm-hmm. doesn't. You know. Right. It's all about just like gaining. Uh, I always have like a video game comparison in my head. It's like getting that experience points and just keep leveling, yeah. up. <laughs> grinding,
5: leveling up. up yeah. Getting the loot. I also, when I'm teaching, I try to find the people that are trying. Okay, this is going to sound, at first, it's going to sound like it's contradicting what I just said. Yeah. The people that are trying too hard, specifically trying too hard to be funny. Sure. Mm. Uh, that's another one that I try to nip in the butt real quick. Mm. Nip in the bud? Nip in the butt? It's, it's the it's bud. bud. But people bud. say bud all the time. Yeah. That's one that I try to nip in the bud real quick, especially from thinking back to because we can. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, totally. Totally. You know. You could just see it on people's face. Oh, I, I'm not listening <laughs> yeah, to anyone, yeah. <laughs> and I'm gonna say something clever. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Meanwhile, in that amount of time that they took to think, oh, just wait till they hear this joke. This is gonna be perfect. All of a sudden, some huge revelation has come within the scene that they completely missed because they were too busy thinking about how funny they are. Yeah. So, totally. uh, so I try to, I try to keep my radar open on at all times to watch for that. Kind of glance on the back line of, yeah. huh? I'm definitely not paying attention to what's happening, but I'm about to say something awesome. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, <laughs>
0: I will say uh, two things about you as a teacher. Actually, the first thing is the setup was you know we all met in our the four of us in our intro two class at Go. Yep. And Michelle Girolana was our teacher, but yep. you were in the the room next door because it was like two Intro Two classes. Right. Orange room. And for some yeah. reason, it, like enough people didn't like show up. I never knew the logic of it, but we would combine classes periodically yeah. and like have a double class because it was fun.
5: Because
2: their
1: class was much smaller than ours. Okay.
0: Yeah, I think it was usually
5: <laughs> because of us. And so
0: it was fun. So you would you know like uh, teach. But I remember you said something that really it remains among the most like the real super real thing. Yeah, you got so real. You know, <laughs> so it was like real. this is like an Intro Two. Class and you guys are oh like dear. And you know, we were playing some game like, you know, like We're doing characters. Characters, yeah. <clears throat> and you're like, Okay guys, let me tell you something. You said this. You you have this negative voice in your head and it's always telling you suck and you're terrible. And you're going to get on stage. like, and you got to ignore that voice, like, no, no matter what. It's like, it's always going to be there. It's always going to tell you, like, you know, try and find fault with what you do. And you spoke to us. It was so, like, the whole class was, like, quiet. And we were like, <laughs> what the fuck just happened? You know what I mean? Because
6: it was the intro to class. It was, like, so, like, serious. But it wasn't, like, but I'm not then ma- I think he said, he was like, but if you're a character, all yeah. of that goes away. Yeah.
3: You're
0: like you
6: could Ooh. Hate, Ooh. Your, Someone. You hate your Ooh. life or
2: whatever, but then you're a character, and it's not your life anymore. You're the character.
0: Yeah, and I was like, well, wow, I still, I still tell people about that to this day because I was like, especially was in it the intro, a good thing. It was like <laughs> it was
2: just cut down to like what everybody wanted. Yeah, it was
0: true, and then also you're like it made me think like, oh yeah, this really is like an art form. You know what I mean? It's not just these little games that you know we're playing. Mm-hmm. It's like they like he takes it really seriously totally and, and, was, sure. and it's so, so true was,
6: like those are the best improv moments is when you can feel like you're someone else yeah somewhere sure. else it just came out of nowhere
0: right. especially with the whole tone of the class like, hey guys we're having fun you know and then you're mm-hmm. just like no, I hate here. myself <laughs> 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 and, and like
2: five minutes before that you're like yeah because then you're very
0: like you know like you know hey devil may care you know yeah. what right. so <laughs> then, then all of a sudden you're like listen guys this is real shit I remember the whole class was quiet like we did like no but we were just like wow as long as it was Yeah, it it was very helpful. And the other thing I will say is, you know, like being someone that's shy by nature and just going to sauce or just like things that go comedy, I didn't know anybody, but Joe would always like nod and say, Hey, what's up, man? Even though he didn't Mm -hmm. really know me. And I just say, "I I appreciate that because I don't think there's, I mean, not, I don't know if you're owed it, like if you're like the more established improvisers, but there aren't a lot that reach out unless they're like a teacher or something. But even before a teacher, like I'd show up there and Joe would always like nod. So. Kindness counts, and I appreciate yeah. that. That's nice to hear. I appreciate I, that. No,
4: that's cool to hear, and honestly, like, I, that's something I actively want to do that's not More an indictment um, of you, by the way. Travis. No, 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 no. I, 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 yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right, Tony, I get what you're saying. <laughs>
0: no, 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 no. Like, there's I there's jealous competition. Yeah, competition. yeah. yeah, yeah. I, yeah. So Travis, nice I, you Travis, know. I haven't even been recording the whole time. It's <laughs> <you> all <laughs> about this moment right here. It's just yakety sax playing whenever I speak the whole time. Uh,
4: no, um, no, no, no. That's that's one thing I always give, like, uh, uh, like you, and I'm trying to uh, Mike McGettigan especially. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and, and, and James as well. Like there's there's a lot of people that are very very good at that, and it, it's something. Uh, even going back to how we're talking, like this new, like flood and generation of people yeah. coming up uh, in this community, it, it gets hard to to know everybody. It's hard to keep track mm. of everybody. Yeah. And the thing I've been struggling with a lot this past year um, is just like being fatigued by the whole thing, and like how do I maintain it and keep having fun? And I I know what I do is is I start to like shut people out yeah uh, that sounds mm-hmm. much more ominous than i mean it to be <laughs> but like no it's like uh uh but what i'm getting at is like to hear you say that is just like yeah like shit you know that is really helpful uh and i know and when you talk talking about it yourselves with like pj exactly you know, stuff, and when so. i was in that position it was so helpful so it is a good reminder to be like yeah you know stop fucking Doing yeah. bits with the same people. Yeah, in the but lobby, again, it's not, it's not like, you
0: know, that was not like I an mean, indictment of oh, you. No, no, you no, no know, and, you and, I, and I didn't take it that way. No, no, it's just, I was you, saying, Joe's
4: a real cool guy. No, yeah, yeah. It, it quite literally, it. no, when you just said, Just let that, Joe have this, okay? <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, no I, I'm competitive. I need to have this moment, Tony. I need to have it. Uh, no, I. it honestly made me flash back to a night at Second City where uh, uh, Gary Lehman was one of the only people who would do bits with me at the bar. <laughs> and I was just like, oh, fuck yeah, Gary's so cool. Thank you, Gary. You know? So, yeah. Uh, but it's true. I'm
0: laughing, but it's so true. Sure, yeah know? like yeah. it's it goes a long way to being accepted especially when you see people like you know an or go like you don't know like i mean i'm not anybody but you know what i mean like you try and you see yourself and it's like oh i didn't like i remember when i came here i didn't know a single person
4: you know mm-hmm. tony I mean?
2: so you're somebody now yeah. I am you're, you're running
0: somebody. and i'll never be nobody
4: again never be nobody <laughs> again no but it is a weird it, it's it's an interesting thing because to where like correct me if i'm wrong but for us it's like uh, improv is such a huge thing of what we do mm-hmm. that like all of our most of our friends, if not all of our friends, are in this community. So like yeah. you know, it, it's not something I really even actively think about. It's like if I'm at Go, if I see like you or RJ mm-hmm. or somebody I talk to regularly, I'm just going to immediately go. And it's honestly, it's not even something I think of as right. Pompous as Sometimes that you just sound, subconsciously you know?
5: gravitate to what you, to yeah. what You know, or it's yeah. like, or it's like For a social
4: you know. thing, like uh, you know, uh, like the third floor of the Ant, it, it totally just turns into like. Us hanging out with friends and chatting. Yeah. Uh, and I've heard from people like, you know, like, you know, it seems kind of weird that you guys just kind of like dwell up there and whatever. And it's like, shit, you know, I get. Why it comes off that way, but it's not even something no. I think about. Like it, it it's really, a cool
0: room if you've never been up there.
4: It's a fantastic. It's a people room. don't Would understand a what a hot party pad it is. We had yeah. to,
0: we had a to hot pay to get up party. there. We had to take a writing yeah, class yeah, to yeah, get two
4: hundred dollar party in this room. Uh, <laughs> Bottle service, but you know. no. I, I had a conversation with a friend about this recently, and he was like, he was like, yeah, I feel like it's kind of weird. Like you know, you can't just walk up there. You have to be invited up, and what's the protocol? And I'm like, all I can say is like, I had to wait until I got invited up too. You know, mm-hmm. like. I remember being intimidated as hell the first time I went up to the second floor, yeah. Yeah. you know, like, and it sounds so <laughs> bourgeois and like, like <laughs> no, I totally, literary when I you put totally it, get it yeah. but it's like that, that's the truth of it. There is like a weird kind of social construct. Uh, with all of this, all, all of this that we do. Yeah. You know, I feel like we kind of it's take It's just human granted. nature. You can't avoid that. You yeah. Know? Right. Totally. You know. Totally. Yeah. It's very strange. Very, very strange. So,
0: being two veteran guys, but yet still relatively young, mm-hmm. I don't know why I said relatively. You guys are young. <laughs> so, uh, well, relatively. You. I mean, if you really think about it. As you're someone cool. in the midst of a quarter life crisis. Yeah. So thank you. <laughs> thank you for that. Like, what are your goals for improv, especially since it's been such a big part of your life from a young age? Like, are you happy with where you're at? You know, this is what you're kind of where you're at, or. I want to move somewhere else. I want to get into this. I know, Joe, you've done like some voiceover work, right? Sure. Into that. A little like, bit, what, yeah. Well, like, what, what have you, Do you talk about that or you yeah. thought about it? Oh, yeah. I mean,
5: it's all... talk about it fairly often. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I always want more. Always have you thought about more? more? <laughs> I always want more. I mean, seriously, though. I
1: always want more.
5: <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I want to ride it as long as. Have you as thought of moving? Go? Like going to another market? Oh, yeah. Eventually. Oh, yeah. I mean, that's. That's down the line, but I think inevitably, yeah.
0: Oh, really? So it's gonna—it's—it's it's not a matter of if, but when.
4: Kind of. I mean, it's a maddening thing, uh, and I don't know if it's like this for you, Joe, but it, it's like it's—it's it's very maddening in the sense of like I—I I don't want to force it. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, well, I'll backpedal for a sec. I'm at like I'm at like a weird point with improv right now, and not in a bad way, but it's like, and I was just I was just talking about this the other night when we we had a human amusements meeting, uh, like. I, for the first time in a very, very long time, I don't know what I want out of it. Mm. You know, like I, like I still, have you
0: thought about quitting ever?
4: No. I mean, I thought about taking a step back. There was a point.
0: It seems that's a common thread, by the way, of people that have been doing it more than 10 years.
4: Chris Peterson always calls it like the, the pendulum, you know, Mm -hmm. it's just like you swing till you're like fully immersed with it and you're like, ah, I need to get the fuck out of here for a while and, and then you come back. And I hit that point, uh, like two years after I'd moved back from college where my, my dad was like. You keep blowing off family events. Stop doing shows. <laughs> like he straight up was like, "Stop doing improv shows oh, for wow. at least a summer." And I was like, "Oh shit, yeah, I guess that's right." Uh, so I know it's like you know it, it's it's addictive in that sense. You know, yeah. you want to keep riding the that high, but like currently with me is I I don't know what I want to do. Like um, we went we went from doing antenna. From going straight into fjords, yeah, Uh,
0: that was a great show. By the way, I really enjoyed it. Thank you, and Antenna as well. Both of them. like the the... yeah,
4: they were both. I'll tell you what, they were they were completely different processes Mm. uh, Mm -hmm. in good and bad ways. Like uh, uh, Antenna was a very long process, like typically uh the sketch writing process uh in my experience anyway has only been like two to three months mm-hmm. and tenno was a better part of eight months mm. and we met regularly damn near every monday for a better part of a year and the last two to three weeks of it were grueling like we mm. we oh
0: see i thought you guys just started writing stuff for it like in december is that not true oh no uh, uh eh,
4: like yeah, september so no. october
0: oh,
5: okay but It was kind of a casual thing. It kind of was casual and uh, talks about, oh, we have all this time, which is always the worst thing to tell yourself. Yeah. Mm -hmm. We have all this time in this process because then it... I think any creative person does that, though. (laughs) Oh, absolutely. It wasn't the first show and it won't be the last, but this one in particular ended up being, like, the three weeks leading up to opening night were rehearsals Mm -hmm. every single day for, like, four hours.
4: Yeah. Oh, yeah. And, I mean... Every day for, like... Like at least fourteen days. Oh mm-hmm. yeah, it was the last two weeks, maybe three of it. We met every single day, every day, for at least two to three hours, running <laughs> it and running it and running it. Uh, and I, I mean, like, it was the show came out great, and I'm I'm very I'm very very happy with what we put up. Uh, but it was just, I was so drained by the end of it. Mm-hmm. Um, and and then I mean, you had to go
5: right into another show. Yeah, and uh, that one kind of came together real quick.
4: Though. Yeah, and it was. your came together. Yeah, and working with Mike and working with Brian. Uh, were completely different process. Mm-hmm. Like you guys worked with Mike on monster noises, yes, right? Yeah. 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 I mean, he's. Thank he's,
0: you for knowing the name. That's. I'm. I feel flattered.
4: Oh no! That's no, I, enjoyed <laughs> it. I really like the show. I really that was the show. better than
2: Sean Hanlon did. <laughs> no. What, what do you call it? Sean. <laughs> he opened. He was the MC opening, opening night, and he's like oh, monster no. sounds. No! <laughs> no, no. And then McGedigan is in like up in the booth,
0: <laughs> and then Sean's walking, and Mike like yelled out, oh, and he's like it's monster noises. <laughs> God bless Sean <laughs> Hanlon. What night did you see it on? Um, it
4: might have. I think it's it closing. Was closing night. I think, think it's
0: closing, closing night. night. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah,
4: because it was
0: because you guys did a preview of your show of Antenna that. Oh yeah, same night. right.
4: Correct. Yeah, we did. We did like loose, loose uh, yeah, versions yeah. of the sketches. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, wrap snacks. But yeah, How does it that, feel yeah, knowing it that the snacks. people
2: that you helped found made the show.
4: Uh, oh my God, well, when you
6: put it that way.
4: Mm-hmm. Uh, no, it, uh, jokes aside, it's cool to see. You know, it's it's great to see mm-hmm. the progress of it all. You know. um and and it's funny because you know you start off doing like the bittier improv stuff of like you know we're gonna do a character work we're gonna do that blah blah blah, blah. Mm-hmm. and it's it's like refreshing and awesome to see like however many months years later you guys are now going through like the sketch writing process and all that yeah and it's like a, kind of like a weird nostalgic thing but it's also but it was cool to see the show because it's like okay these are the sketches that you guys find funny, you know, mm. like, uh, I, I don't know if any of you guys wrote the, uh, the black Superman sketch. I wrote that. that holy yeah. shit, dude, that sketch was so <laughs> God, funny. I loved that, that sketch. Was so, Thank you. It was a combination of, I mean Jake just being the wonderful Jake Russell. Yeah, yeah. And Jonathan. Uh, John, John was suffering. Oh dude. Yeah. He's such a good racist, man. His his timing <laughs> so and his shading grin <laughs> that And that grin. sketch yep. was so on grin. point. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. But yeah, it was that perfect mix of like really airtight writing and like really tight performances too that yeah. I thought uh made it work very well. I oh, thank you. it's um, really nice. Yeah, no, yeah. it was it was great, man. And yeah, like uh show. And yeah, it was a good show. And like, above everything else, like a lot of like chances were taken mm-hmm. uh, in that show. Yeah, Mike I,
0: was great about that. I think mean, like you know letting us you know mm-hmm. take weird risks and do weird shit. you know, oh, yeah. in mean, that show.
4: Well, and going back to going into fjords after that, like the biggest difference I can say between working with Mike and Brian back to back, and feel free to hop in if you if yeah. you think otherwise, is like uh, with Mike, his humor is what i'm looking for he he like he wants to push it to the the weirdest most abstract like what is the root of it being funny like Mm -hmm. and just and like constantly evolving it into something new and unexpected where uh as brian brian is a little bit more calculating and it's like okay here's the thing cool let's ride that and it's done the next thing and you know like it's and again yeah Mm-hmm. yeah I, yes. I don't know if that quite describes it so he it as...
0: pays more attention to the ebb and flow of the entire show as...
4: yeah yeah My, mike's a little more freeform in mm-hmm. that regard and not to say that antenna or monster noises didn't have order or a theme to yeah. it because it did but like right. when you're in the writing process that's how it was, yeah, yeah. yeah yeah maybe it, it's almost like mike's style is to get
5: a huge collection of stuff to pick from which is you know mike's not the only one that does that and then weed out the best and make those the best that we can. Mm-hmm. Whereas working with Lark, it's like, let's pick one thing, and we're just going to keep stepping up another rung of the ladder on that mm-hmm. same thing, and we'll have it done within, you know, however long. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. working with and on Antenna specifically is more like kind of shots
4: on goal. Yes, that was the hugest thing. I, you like, know, if we have
5: X amount, and this is sort of the same with Human Amusements, too. Sure. If we have... sure. You know, we have a scripted show that's going to have, say, 15 scenes in it. And we have 60 scenes to pick from. We pick the best. Whereas working with Lark, it's like, all right, here's where we start. Okay, so let's create that. And here's where we're going next.
4: Mm-hmm. So on and so forth. Mm. And with and with uh, like the Fjord Twins and we did a show. Well, the show where the Fjord Twins came from three, four years ago is called Ahoy. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, where it was all set on a cruise ship and the Fjord twins were like an act in it. Uh The, like that, if I'm remembering correctly, that was like we had the skeleton of the show and then we wrote the sketches in from there. That's how mm-hmm. Fjords was. Like okay. me, like in the early rehearsals, it was me, Joe, Kara, Brian and Garrett and Lauren mm-hmm. or any sort of combination of us. Yeah. Uh, and it was, it was like, okay, we have the opening number. Like <laughs> Brian specifically, Brian's a huge fan of the show Empire. Uh, okay. And he said Terrence Howard and... uh Blinking blanking on the, the woman's name. Cookie, yeah, uh, whoever plays Cookie. Um, what's her name? Uh, Taraj Taraji P. Hansen. Yeah, Taraji P. Henson. He said Fox had them do a Christmas special that was just god-awful. <laughs> and they came out singing Last Christmas. And he was like, very bluntly, he's like, I just want you guys to do it like they did. And that, like, that's it. There's no writing to it. And he was just <laughs> like, you're going to do it like Terrence Howard and Cookie. Like, that's how it was. But then from then on, it was like, Okay. And then you explain your upbringing in this scene. Uh, Carol have a monologue. You'll have a monologue. Travis, we're going to have a country music scene. We're going to have a lounge singing scene. And and it was that, whereas going back to antenna, it was, we'd meet every Monday and I'd be like, Oh, I have the sketch about this. Joe would be like, I have a sketch about this. Hovich has this sketch. Yeah. Uh, and we'd, Kind of comment on all of them, but we wouldn't really leave being like, "Yeah, this for sure." Or very rarely we mm-hmm. would. Oh, okay. Uh, and then at the end of this massive fucking process, it was like, "Here's this incredible swell of sketches that we have, and yeah. now we're gonna bump up, and
6: Human Amusements, like you said, kind of worked in a similar way. Mm-hmm. Well, that's how we worked because we each had like twenty sketches and we just picked one. Yeah, this is like oh, the yeah.
0: culmination of a class that started in May.
6: Yeah, in man. May. Mm. Sure four or 6 weeks almost, week almost a year, yeah. Damn. That's oh, that's a hell of That's
4: process. why we talk about yeah? Mike McGedigan so much. That and we worship yeah, him. Cuz he's spent so, yeah, <laughs> he spent so long with It's based on sheer volume of yeah. time, yeah. Um yeah, and it's wildly different processes. Like uh
0: Is uh, there one one that you prefer over the other?
4: Kind of depends on whatever the sh- what the previous show was. Oh, I see. Uh
0: Are you the same way, Joe, or?
4: Yeah, it's tough to say one over the other. Mm-hmm. Um yeah. I will say, like we, well, I mean, we cut our teeth doing one acts. Like Wirelessless was a one act. Okay. After that, we wrote White Elephant, which we did with Lark, which was uh, kind of more of a uh, more a one act little play. play. So, how many pages
0: is that when you say one act play? Like, uh,
4: like forty-five to sixty pages. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, and then, obviously, a sketch show you just kind of view it as like yeah, the sketches five pages, so mm-hmm. on and so forth. Blackouts. Yeah, wow. yeah. Um, but yeah, I don't know. Currently. Again, I don't know what I want to do. I'm in this weird spot of just like... I have the fear of missing out on... Opportunities FOMO Yeah FOMO See FOMO. okay I said this last night yep. I, said, I had never heard of it before I said it very <laughs> i said it very seriously I'm like guys I just really had FOMO And half the room just went The fuck are you the talking about it? yeah, the It's, the it's a big
0: term Well they it, They've used it in a beer commercial Which is the worst implication But it, that's oh, really? That's a big thing in uh, The tech industry Like startups Like a oh. lot of apps are like Okay this like capitalizes on FOMO Like you know FOMO of like what your friends are doing Or the FOMO of sure. What's the latest story about You know Beyonce That kind oh, of stuff Okay Yeah So gotcha, I'm with gotcha. you on that okay. Okay, good, good. Heather
2: got really intense, Tony. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, Beyonce? I said Beyonce. She's well, a huge Beyonce uh, fan. Who oh, is
0: yeah? it? Yeah, who is it? But no, she's about beyond the pale. John Yard just, right. just raised his hand. She's <laughs> not all right,
2: but she's nothing special. <laughs> <laughs> Heather, or Beyonce? that's a, Oh, okay. You're crazy. You crazy. <laughs> crazy. Heather, yeah.
0: You're in you're triggering Heather appealing. has a lot of emotions right now. So, jo- Joe, you said that you've, you know, you're always wanting more, but ha- during that process have you ever been like, I want to step back from improv or I I want to quit, I want to take a break? Honestly, you-
5: no, not as much as I probably should at like at some points uh, to step back and kind of focus on Would what do you mean you should? Well, I I don't know. I've I've adopted the Im- improv to like the rest of my life. We're just living very much for right now. Uh, where sometimes I do it a little bit too much for the enjoyment of it, and mm-hmm. not enough of like going to college to have something to fall back on, or yeah. you know, having some kind of safety net. In case this whole thing doesn't pan out, I've just yeah. always assumed that whatever it means to be successful in this, I've always assumed that that's going to happen eventually. Yeah. That at some point, regardless of what it means, that I'm going to be able to support myself just doing this. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And. What else know, do you do now? A whole lot of nothing. <laughs> 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 I kind of put all my chips in this basket. So yeah. when I say sometimes I, I should take a step back. That just means that I need to have another basket with some chips in it, probably. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Well, I
0: mean, I really think it depends on the kind of person you are, because you hear stories of people that are successful in any field, and there are people like, I never, I did something because, I did something else because I'm the kind of person that you know, I'm that kind of person. Like, I went to college and stuff because I knew I couldn't if I didn't. Well, first, my parents would sort have of murdered me. But, uh, <laughs> same, yeah. But and it's funny because neither my parents went. My mom went to nursing school. My dad didn't go to college, so I was the first person in my family to go to college. But there were there was never any thought that I would not go to college. You right. Know? It's right, like, right, right, right. You're going to college already, but you that's will not how, be how you it. be
6: successful. Is if you don't have the thought, you won't be successful in improv. Then you'll just. You get there eventually, right? Yeah, but I'm saying right. like it
0: depends if you're the kind of person because I, I I know I'm that kind of person. Like if I I wanted to go to college, you know what I mean, and if I didn't, I'd be like oh, I should have gone to college. I'd be like you know like nervous about money all the time and you know just sure. Like, yeah, but yeah. and then there's other people who's like if you have the fallback, then you'll take it. You know what I mean? It's like, right. it's, it's like a way of forcing yourself. And I talk to plenty of people on both sides that are successful. So sure. I really I really think it comes down to the person. I don't think it's one over the other. It's no, like, certainly not. I mean, yeah. it's a
5: double-edged sword. There's positives and negatives to both of it. But I I yeah, I, at this point, I've put all of my stock, all of my chips into the comedy entertainment field, assuming yeah. that one day something's just going to click and I'm going to get that job regardless of what it is. Uh, I'm just going to get that job in the field that'll pay the bills so that I can have all this time to do everything that I want to. Well, what's uh, going on with
6: the voiceover stuff?
5: Uh, I mean, I s- pursue it more aggressively sometimes, and then other times I just get kind of lazy about it. But uh... I
0: will say you have some pretty distinctive voices. And one, it's not really a voice, but... I saw you do this at. It might have been an offbeats uh, set where you talked from inside your mouth, no. yes. and I think you surprised everybody, oh even God. Travis and James. Yeah, was, yeah. I think like I was, saw that because it it's like all seen. Yeah, it, I was, think it was like was order after
1: a class show or something.
0: Yeah, like it might have been where it was like you because I think James was somebody was telling you order, but don't open your mouth. You know, and everyone's like, "Well, he's not going to do it," and then he started talking for me. Oh can, yeah, can, no, do you know I'm, what I'm talking about? I, remember, I know exactly. I remember. What you're you about can you do it? Can you do it a little bit? Because I don't do it.
3: Well, come on, guys. Let's all go down to the portal store. So right now, he's
4: not <laughs> oh opening God. his... Yeah, no, his lips are totally sealed. Yeah, he's
6: yeah. closing <laughs> it. I hope that
3: this translates to a microphone.
6: I think it will. Because it, like, it, it, it's all coming out of your nose. You can hear that from the fifth row. Yeah, yeah. It was crazy. That was the it was most great. amazing And like, experience. I remember the nice. whole
0: audience was just like, it was like, everybody's watching an improv show and then they're watching a magic show. <laughs> it was like, because like, everyone is like, haha, they're like, oh my, like yeah. even like James, fuck, like even man. like I'm saying, it was like, I didn't know you could do that. You know what I mean? Was,
4: <laughs> oh my God. That's yeah. hilarious. If I, if I can say yeah. real quick, uh, going off of what you were just talking about, I feel like a, the, the, the fallback thing, it, it's not even like, to me, it's more, it's, it's less important to have a fallback from this as it, is to just have a life independently from it yes yeah, uh, yeah. because the thing the thing that I struggle with uh, all the time is like you know how do you when you're so passionate about something, uh, whether it's improv or uh, painting or whatever the fuck it is, when you're super super passionate about something, how do you make sure that you have a life independent of it, yeah and when you I forget
5: fr- that there's a world outside of make them
4: ups and, yeah. and yeah. just and goofing around and being adult children. Yeah. And it's like, it's so important that you have that yeah, because a, I think it keeps your improv sharper. It gives you outside perspectives and new like ways to look at things. And B, I feel like your improv can truly suffer if you don't have, if you don't have that balance. Yeah. If you don't have something outside of it. And like when I first moved back, like I, I I'm not lying when I said I spent, a full year of weekends at Go Comedy. Mm. Yeah. I, I did every single showdown I could possibly yep. do. I did every single improv show I was asked to do because I loved it. To again to the point where my family was like, Hey, can you come hang out? Yeah. Uh and, and to be honest, it's something I still struggle with. Like I'm not very close friends with many of my coworkers and it bums me out. Like people, my age that I I should be able to relate to, but I can't because all I do is fucking improv. Mm -hmm. Uh, and, and even some improvisers, you know, it's like, because I've been so laser focused on it for so long, I have a hard time relating to other people because it's like, you know, I'm always thinking about it. Yeah. And I, you know, I feel like it's part of the reason we'll always be friends is because we were, (laughs) we were, we went through the cult at the same time. You know what I mean? Like it is what it is. You're both children of the corn. Yeah. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah, it totally is. But Mm -hmm. like, I mean, especially, I mean, I'd say to you guys or anybody like starting out, like definitely pursue it and still have ways to find fun with it. But I'll tell you right now, like if you, if you keep fully immersing yourself in it to the point where you have no breathing room, you will start to resent it at a point. And yeah. you will get bored with it and get frustrated with it. Yeah. Uh, so, and it's something I talk to Garrett about all the time. Because mm-hmm. Garrett will be Shout first. out to Garrett. Yeah. Shout out to Garrett. Shout out to Garrett. Garrett. Shout shout out to Garrett. Out Garrett. The uh, maverick of improv. Uh, happy birthday. <laughs>
5: oh, it's his birthday today, by the way. Oh, happy birthday. Yeah. Happy birthday, Garrett. <laughs> it.
4: Joe's been successfully <laughs> doing
6: that bit for five months now. Yeah, that's great. Well, this podcast comes out a week late, so you might oh, be right. Perfect. You know. it, it, it'll, it'll be his, his birthday, birthday by then. the time it yeah. comes out. But well, no, that's yeah. Garrett that's, is the one who said he would like avoid like weddings and stuff just do. Or the he missed his best shows. friend's. Uh, that's what it was. Uh, Twenty
0: first birthday to do a set that wasn't totally. even like an important set. He just did yeah. the set.
6: Totally no, and
4: it's totally one hundred percent true. Yeah. Like I I've uh, missed funerals for festivals. Yep, mm. yep.
5: Mm-hmm.
0: That's a good name for an impromptu funerals Funeral? for festivals. Funerals for
4: festivals sounds or, like an Elton John song. A, yeah, <laughs> yeah, <I know>. <laughs> <laughs> or an indie rock group opening for Band of Horses. Which, uh, but yeah, it's uh, it's all encompassing if you let it be, and it doesn't need to be. Yeah, uh, it's easy yeah. to drink too much of the Kool
5: Aid. Yeah. yeah, like you said, it's it's sometimes it's good to get that outside perspective because totally. it does make things sharper. Sometimes, but yeah, drink a go balls to the walls and, with yeah. it at the same time. Yes. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. So contradict
5: yourself at all times. Yeah. Seriously, improv yeah, is one so. big contradiction. Oh Oh, one hundred percent is. Yeah, figure out a way. Think about a way to stop thinking so much. <laughs> yeah, yeah,
3: while,
0: yeah while that's what constantly. I'm working on. You yeah, yeah, while beautiful. you're constantly that's, inventing, yeah. that's one yeah. of the
5: beauties of it. Is it's always you could do one thing and do the exact opposite, and both work swimmingly. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep.
0: On <coughs> that, I'd like to thank uh, Travis Pelto and Joe Hengelberg very much. Let's hear it, guys. Thank, thank you, so you so much, much
5: okay. guys. Thank, thank you. True. Thank Ooh.
4: you, thank you all for having us. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: Okay, now Travis and Joe fade to the back line, but not forever, huh? See 15. See that's what. See when they talk about trying to be funny, that's what happens, guys. That was a real yep. stretch. Yep. Yeah, was funny. No, it wasn't. Ah. Yeah. But thank you for clarifying that. <laughs> and now is the non-Travis, non-Joe portion of the show in which we discuss various aspects of the cast lives. I think we'll start with a, f- a segment where Heather shares her feelings, which we like to call Heather's, Heather's
1: feelings. feelings.
0: Hey, Heather. Hey. What are you feeling about today? So
1: I finished my internship yeah. <gasps> on Friday. Okay. No. And it was kind of sad because I'm going to miss all the little kids.
0: Did any of them hit you?
1: Yes. (laughs) (laughs) That day was a a rough day for my Spider-Man kid. Oh, Oh, Oh. Spider-Kid. If you guys
0: aren't aware there was a... You guys are welcome to take part, by the way, and encourage to take oh, part. Oh, thank God. Oh. No <laughs> part, yeah. oh, oh, man. Oh, jeez. You uh, guys Congratulations like, on finishing. Yeah. Yeah. Congratulations? They were both like <laughs> leaning back like, yeah, like, yeah. Yes.
5: what do we do? I literally faded to the back. Yeah. <laughs> no, yeah. No, you're back Tony, in the scene. Don't
2: scare them. I I I, I clapped you in. Like, oh. see, <laughs> Heather needs their input for. A few so yeah. uh, they
0: do to to catch you up. Heather had a kid. She who, knows what we're going to say. Who had say. some
3: Heather
0: Heather works with some special needs kids as <laughs> part of her internship. She and all did. That. And don't she call did. them that. They're just
6: kids, Tony.
0: They're kids that are special <laughs> we were and have special needs.
1: Special education yeah. students, so they had some special needs. And
0: there was one kid that uh, had some behavioral issues, and so they decided that. He likes Spider-Man, and that he like, really likes Spider-Man. He really likes Spider-Man, and then they decided they would dress him in a Spider-Man costume and take pictures of him and say and he, let this him f- fight crime. Yeah, exactly, like you do. So like they, you do. they, you know, they they purchased a radioactive spider. But I don't know if they ever bit him with it. That's not true. <laughs> I, I like could tell that one wasn't true. You were kind of looking at me like, mm, is it? you really <laughs> had me going, Tony. Yeah. I yeah. was yeah. tying yeah. in. What yeah, the fuck is this school? Them, like, yeah. <laughs> so anyway, so it sounds like the Spider-Man technique is not working.
1: Yeah, I don't know. I think they abandoned that because they tried it. And then he was like, don't take my picture. So.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, <laughs> well, that's yeah. what the real Spider-Man would say, actually, if yeah. you think yeah. about yeah. it. Yeah, and ironically, he, Peter Parker was a photographer. Think about that. Well, that's that. why he oh, wouldn't well. let anyone
2: else take his pictures, because he wants a monopoly on the market. Mm-hmm.
0: Well, and also it would reveal his identity. Gonna, gonna
1: miss get, that you. kid. Yeah. Even though.
0: How many times did he hit you?
1: He hit me a bunch of times, mm-hmm. but he was really little, so like he didn't hurt me. I was never scared. I did get a little scared he was gonna bite me. Okay. Mm. Wow. But
6: when he grows up, he could buy a gun
1: yeah it's not about size (laughs) it's not
6: about natural (laughs) logical conclusion no it's it's either one one day
1: like he was so disruptive in the classroom that the and the teacher had to leave for whatever and she's like he can't stay in here will you just take him somewhere else so i took him with me to like the social work office and just closed the door with us in there together and like the the parapro from the class was like i'm worried about you like this kid is like Three years old and like a tiny three years old. Mm-hmm. Wait, she,
6: was she worried you were gonna uh, kidnap Beat him? him
1: No, she wasn't worried I was gonna kidnap him She like wrote down her cell phone number and was like, "Call me if you need help."
6: Wow! But we were. Wait, fine is she talking we, about you or the kid?
1: If, if I needed help because the Personally. kid was attacking me. Oh
6: no, not
0: like in love life or something like that. Oh. <laughs> that's she is generally.
1: trying to help me with my love. Oh, my okay, oh so maybe God. that's
0: what she did I mean.
1: Well, that's not what she meant It's right so, like
0: the kid is hitting me, and I really need to go on a date.
1: Oh. <laughs> yeah, that's how At the same time. No.
0: <laughs> so you feel sad that you're leaving? I feel to- sad okay. that
1: I'm leaving, and even though he was real terrible that day, like he just goes from terrible to like wanting to sit in your lap and hug you and just be so sweet.
6: Heather, just, do you feel yeah. you've made a positive impact on these kids' lives?
1: Yeah, I think so. I, the, the people I worked with, they seem to think so. Mm, it's good to hear
6: yeah to
4: hear. i can't imagine really? what it would be like to work in one of those jobs i like I, i'm so awkward around kids oh really with. well it's like I, I just never know how to like do i do i treat them like kids or do i treat them like adults like conversationally oh. i like That's to what do i, I do always really struggle dogs. with yeah. it's
1: you, you i always stuff, talk yeah. to them like they're just people right they're mm-hmm. kids but mm. they're still people yeah. So I just talk to them. You can learn like, a lot people. from kids. Actually, yeah. Joe,
0: I've heard a rumor that you love babies. I oh, know. I Joe do. might love,
1: be the one person that loves babies more
0: than I do. Uh, I really, really do. Really? Like, <laughs> yeah. how, how did you come to love babies so much? Because
5: I like babies, but I was, they always cry when I hold them, so I feel sure. <laughs> it's interesting. I a, a, like a mobile kid. you know. <laughs> <laughs> My mom has actually told me that I always have since I was a little kid. Really. Uh, but then more recently, since uh, I do have three older siblings, and each of them have two children, mm. the oldest of which is five, so the oldest of the six nieces and nephews that I have is five, oh, and I wow. just, I adore them. There
1: is always a picture of a cute baby, it's or true. Joe, like, snuggling a cute baby <laughs> yeah. on his Facebook. I love him. My ovaries can hardly it. <laughs> <laughs>
5: and I, as we- <laughs> That's there's no normal way to say this, but I love seeing pictures of other people with their kids too.
0: Oh, so it's not just relative.
5: Like, no, you know, I think I think kids are great. General. They're adorable and they have a zest for life that mm-hmm. I always try to stay in touch with. Mm-hmm. Uh uh, are you the cool, like, uncle, or are you not, are oh, not old
4: enough for you to be the oh, cool dude. uncle? He, yeah. the, his family calls him Funkle Joe. Yeah, He's Funkle the, fun, he's the funcle uncle Joe. He's wow. Funkle Joe. The or fun because uncle. of the funk. Wow. <laughs> yeah, I know. Yeah. They haven't quite figured out if it means, like, Parliament Funkle Joe. Yeah. Or, yeah, <laughs> well, it it's spelled with a C, not with a K. So.
0: Yeah. <laughs> or you could walk in there wearing a giant da- diaper, you know, and a spaceship descends from the field. Yeah. <laughs> <Yeah.
5: laughs> but, yeah, I, 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 I do love... Love kids,
0: okay. Because I heard that rumor and I wanted to confirm it. Confirm. Because Heather, Heather was like, Joe Hot loves babies. Yes, <laughs> yeah. does. Are you fe- having any other feelings, Heather?
1: Oh, I well, usually after my I start my Heather's feelings segment, you guys say things that make me have other feelings.
0: That's the whole point of the segment, I thought. <coughs>
1: <No>. But <laughs>
6: other feelings. You don't get the segment. Totally. Okay, I guess I don't, you don't get it.
1: Well, you never will, but there is something else that i wanted to talk about. Okay. That's for all of us. Okay. We're about to start our new improv class.
0: That's right. End of season eight or seven. Oh, yeah.
1: And I haven't been in an improv class since last year. Yeah. Like a whole year ago.
3: Yeah.
1: Uh, I was just wondering like what you guys were excited for or looking forward to in our new class.
0: Uh it'll be fun to be in a class with Jessica again and just to get back to doing cuz John and I currently take improv classes at the Ant together mm-hmm. and then Jim was in the class uh, two classes ahead of us the he just advanced finished program
6: at the end, oh, and cool. I cool. also
0: think as a group we have not really been doing any improv together. You know, like we've been doing this podcast, yeah. and we've been going to we shows. We tried and-
2: to Tony, but you didn't show up.
0: Well, I was uh, I was out of town, you know, during snow day, so you guys did it without me. Um. Mm. So, but it's a yearly trip. I, I can't. The two a.m. slot was very <laughs> just I I you know Graveyard I I, I felt bad that I couldn't make it because I. I was the one that said, "Hey, we should do Snow Day, guys." And then they're like, "Oh, it's what weekend? I can't make that." <laughs> <laughs>
6: but it's like Travis said, you have to have a life outside improv. You, gotta. Yes, yeah. you, so, you gotta, you do, you gotta. Well, some. I'm looking forward to playing improv with some new faces. That's yes, that's oh, true. Who do people.
4: you guys know? Who your teacher is yet? Gary. Gary. Oh, great! Oh, Gary. it is. I didn't. I knew awesome. it was going to be. Gary And or also,
6: Chris. I'm looking forward to learning how to support people who haven't had long form experience. Mm-hmm. That's true because we have a decent amount of experience.
0: Uh, at least John, Jim and myself would lo- from taking classes at the Ant and so mm-hmm. we'll be with people doing long. most of them I think will be doing long for the first time mm-hmm. so we're going to take that shit over guys yeah. we learned nothing, we learn nothing um, from you Tony yeah. <laughs>
5: Tony I'm looking forward <laughs> fuck all this holding hands bullshit yeah. because we
0: can that's our new catch really.
3: because
5: we can <laughs> Yes. That's advanced it. one because we can <laughs> I'm looking forward
2: to two things Tony yeah being supported by the handsome Jim Harper. Yes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And handsome. throwing other people under the bus. Yeah,
0: that's what improv's all
2: about. <laughs>
5: treat it, <laughs> no. it treat it, like a reality show. Yeah, it's enough. the yin and the exactly. yang of improv.
4: Yeah, yeah. yeah. No,
0: totally. it'll, it'll be fun to be improvising with a new uh, group of people and just improvising with you guys
5: again. Yeah. I enjoy you know, it. Would enjoy you like
1: our... to know how I feel about it?
5: Yeah.
1: Okay.
5: <laughs> <laughs> I certainly would. Yeah.
1: Well, I'm excited to do improv again mm-hmm. because... Beside, like, the few jams that I've done. Which always are fun, even though it takes, like, some prodding Uh, to get me to sign up for it.
0: I shall remain silent on this point.
1: I mean, it's just true. Mm -hmm. I'm just admitting it, Tony. Yeah. Okay.
0: I respect
2: you for admitting it.
1: Thanks. So. (laughs) It's (laughs) a little dismissal.
2: Just like every day. Yeah.
1: (laughs) So. I'm excited Do you know to... any of the
0: people That are going to be in our class Besides Jessica
1: There's Jessica I I did try Because I'm, I'm a creeper So I did try, <laughs> I did like Some of their email addresses Were their names So I looked them up on Facebook You know
0: some of them Might actually listen to this podcast and they'll be listening. fine It's <laughs> not oh, like, yes. a secret
1: yeah, I'm a creeper yeah. <laughs>
4: It's all uh, It's all on the internet That's true it's all on
1: the They're going to know Way worse stuff about me If they listen to this podcast Yeah season 3 that.
0: episode 4 you
4: know? <gasps> And me too. You guys should
5: really
0: check it out. I got it. No, I can't you. wait. Yeah,
5: I know what I'm listening to on the way.
1: The <laughs> Don't listen to it in front of. You drive the road or anything like? Yeah,
0: that. it's definitely <laughs>
1: NSFW. Um, no, I'm excited to do improv with you guys and to do something. And like to finish out a go together and yeah. fun. Yeah, it's unfinished
0: business. And like, mm-hmm. and we've been kind of out of the go ecosystem.
1: I feel like mm-hmm. the write doing the writing class was fun usually, but. It wasn't the same kind of fun as doing improv sure. together.
0: Yeah, it's definitely not as immediate. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Right.
4: Well, I'm... and I'm interested too, just to see like, like what trajectory that sets you guys on. You know, because uh-huh. it is very interesting to hear you did like you and you, you all had individual paths within this yeah. generalization. But like, you know, you did your intro program together ish, and then you did the writing program together. You advanced it, and you know, you did that. So to see you guys coming back all together at go to do the program together. All these again. different perspectives. Yeah, that's yeah. cool. And I mean, I feel like that's the fun thing about the class program coming from a guy who never did the traditional class program. Mm-hmm. Uh, but like you, you you build this camaraderie with the classes you've done together. Uh, so yeah, it's very interesting to hear that you guys are taking a path that uh, is different from other people. Yeah, I'm curious to see how that'll affect like how you learn and your performances as you go on. You know, I
0: predict a fiery death for us all yeah. <laughs> <laughs> because we can. Because because we can. We can.
4: <laughs> can I ask you a question though, Heather? Yes. While we're still on the topic of Heather's feelings. Yes. Uh, so I'm, I'm very fascinated by, cause I, Chris Peterson and I hosted sauce, the jam at go for a really long time. And then over the past year we've divvied up hosting from there. So I, and I'll see this all the time cause I'll have like, Not even like earlier intro students, like students like yourself who have been in the scene for a fair amount of time, Mm -hmm. who will do like great in class, or they'll do fine in class, and then when it comes to the jam, they either won't show up, or they'll show up but don't want to sign up. And I, I, I'm asking in like the least like, why don't you sign up the way possible? But like I'm curious, like what is the what's your perspective on that?
1: I think that. Well, I think like at this point, I've been out of class. For so long and I haven't been doing improv that i'm and I stopped going to the gyms for a while that it's just like I'm kind of out of it mm-hmm. um but even like in the beginning, I think i um like I'm a shy person mm-hmm. in general, like outside of improv and I think inside of improv too, I'm kind of a shy person, sure, and I felt comfortable with my class mm-hmm. but it was much less comfortable with. Like, people I did not know. Well, I'm sure. the
6: same way. Sometimes I don't sign up for jams. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Okay. I mean, I just, because I know some people, it's not that they do it on purpose, but they don't know any better that they'll just sabotage their partner on stage, and I don't like being in that position. Yeah. Whereas that's not I even d- how I, but that's
1: not that's how I That's how I view it, it but yeah. when
6: I'm in class, I know people's tendencies to do things, and I can work
4: sure, with it. Sure, you
1: have it. a little bit of a, uh, what's it like, like a rapport with them. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
4: A comfort level. What is it for you, then, Heather?
1: I think it's... It's less about the other people for me. Mm-hmm. It's just all about me. The
4: internal thing.
1: Yeah.
6: Sure.
0: I, I always do that as a challenge. If there's someone that's going to be there and try and fuck shit up, I'm like, let me see if I can get through this. I do. I count that. <laughs> yeah. I go,
6: there's one, two, three, four, five people in the audience I don't want to play with. <laughs> <laughs> that's so
0: people. interesting. I never, I never do that.
4: See, although that's uh, A, that's cool to hear <laughs> two very different reasons uh, uh, for it as well. Because that's one thing is like when I'm hosting Sauce. Uh, I always think like, Oh man, how can people like even, um, like even, even people who are on launch groups who like are are there and, and perform regularly at it. Like they won't sign up. And I'm always like, why is that? And it's, it's cool to hear that it's like individual reasons. Uh, but I, I will say, going off both of your comments, yeah. I would challenge you to sign up if, if that is your reason behind it. You don't like people, like I don't want to improvise with this person. Go big, you go for it, man. Because yeah. we, we if had they a good take th- it weird. Then you take it fucking five times weirder. Yeah. 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 We had a good friend of ours in high school who was very adamantly like, you know, I like performing with you and Joe, but like those other people, I don't think so. And I'm not saying that's where you're at, but his in the long term, his improv became like very narrow and yeah. comfortable. You know what I mean? Because the bottom line is, like, you'll find a troop or you'll find like-minded friends like yourselves that, like, you know, you want to improvise with and get better with. But, like, every once in a while, you need to get thrown in with a curveball with some people (laughs) just to keep you on your toes, you know? Grenades. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's why I'm looking
6: forward to this new class because, you know, I'm sure there'll be a few grenades, (laughs) but I learned how to deal with it, you know? Sure. It's not, like, totally. I did
1: a jam at Pointless, which I did not sign myself up for, but I went with Ashley and she signed me up it Good work, Ashley! Um, shout out to Ashley! Shout out to Ashley! Out to Ashley. Out to Ashley. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> wow, that was a unanimous shout out, guys. That might have been the
0: first unanimous shout out of the show.
1: <laughs> but yeah, like even if you do like a jam at the ant, like usually, like I'll know at least someone that I'm up there with. But I didn't know any of these people at Pointless, and it was interesting. Like there were definitely a few grenades. Mm-hmm. And this one guy was just like denied every single thing. That we said. <laughs> oh yeah! I was like, "Oh, this dress." He's like, "You're wearing jeans." <laughs> <laughs> I was like, "Dad, you uh-huh. don't know anything about fashion." Uh-huh. But like, it it was it it was challenging, but it was fun, like trying to work with it. Yeah, yeah. So you mm-hmm. learn the most
5: sometimes performing with people that you don't really know. Yeah, uh, get a lot of. A lot out, of, <coughs> get a lot of out, <laughs> get a low, lot phlegm wow. out of your lungs. Of, try this one more time. Yeah. You can get a lot out of that. Uh, similar to extrapolating beyond talking about uh, living life outside of the improv community. Sometimes it's good to live improv outside of your, you know, niche market of people that you usually play with.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Jamie Moyer's big on that. She, like, mm-hmm. says, applies improv as a philosophy to her whole life. The mm-hmm. culture of yeah, yes, she calls it. Yeah. Sure. Yeah, I totally see that. Yeah. Anyway, guys, mm. I think that's a good time to close up the bag containing Heather's feelings. I a lot of
2: feelings, feelings. Yeah.
0: John, you have a fact of the week?
2: Yeah, I do. I got to because Joe and Travis were here, I was All like, right. let's learn about a buttload. A lot mm. of people don't realize this, <laughs> but a buttload is a perfect. real unit of measurement. Yes. Really? Yeah. I did it, not know uh, that. On a it, scale, though. On a <laughs> scale of gallons, it's 126.
4: And it's specifically <laughs> about wine, right?
2: I believe it is wine, yeah.
4: yeah. That
2: must wow. be a big butt. Yeah. Mm-hmm. How is it spelled? <laughs> the same way,
0: buttload. It's all one word, though, right?
4: B-U-C-T yeah. load.
6: Butt load, yep. <laughs> a butt load. So is
4: a
0: butt like a term for some kind of vessel? A, mm. Other than the butt?
6: Well, there also is a bunghole, which is the, uh, the hole in the wine cask. Yeah, or a and barrel. they plug up yeah. the bunghole. Yeah. <laughs> so but I think, I think that they're was, related.
0: But no, but the bunghole, I think, was, you know, the, that was a term, and then it became slang for a butthole. I think a
5: buttload is weirder because I always
0: thought that I feel like butt precedes buttload. You know, yeah. I thought
5: I always thought that buttload was kind of the same as nippet in the butt versus nippet in the bud. It started as nippet in the bud. I always thought that buttload came from a boatload. I thought that oh. boatload was oh, well. a butt-led.
6: Oh, a boatload.
5: Maybe
0: local Corkney saying a buttload. A boatload. <laughs> a boatload. <laughs> a boatload.
2: <laughs> it comes
0: from... Uh, we ain't paying no taxes on it, tea.
4: <laughs> yeah.
2: <laughs> it comes from medieval French and Italian word, bot. Ah. ah. Interesting. That's yeah. a fun fact. And a cask of uh, wine or whiskey would be considered a buttload because it's twenty six gallons. Wow. Mm, mm. yeah. Right, yes.
3: That
0: was so, a good fact of the week,
4: John. I, I like that. was a really good one. I had a so I, I learned a fact the hard way. Yeah, the story just reminded me. This doesn't also
0: involve buttload. Uh,
4: it involves completely misunderstanding a word. Oh, okay. Uh, <laughs> and Pete Jacobs will hang this over my head right. for life. But I was coaching Dragon Army one time, yeah. and for the longest time, I thought you could say. Oh, what was I thought you could say. Uh, I, I thought I was saying druthers. Yeah, like they'll get their druthers. Yeah, they're druthers. But I was saying uh, comeuppance. Yeah. Uh, but I wasn't even saying that word right, and I thought the word was cum muffins. <laughs> so, yeah. So the Come cum muffins. Cum Cum muffins.
5: muffins. Yeah. muffins. <laughs> was, in my head, it was cum yeah, Oh, yeah. he's gonna eat his cum muffins <laughs> one yeah. day.
4: Yeah. Yeah. But no, legit, legit. The context was. I, I said, like, ah, oh, he'll get his comeuffins. And Pete went on the God mic at Go. And he was like,
6: Travis, what are you trying to say? And I was
4: like, you yeah, know, like, like comeuffins. And like, broke it down the conversation we just had. So he's like, so you've been saying the wrong word in replace of druthers for how long? And I was like, You're saying the wrong word incorrectly. Yeah, no, I've been saying the wrong word incorrectly for so long. Oh, yeah, when you said buttload versus boatload, I was like, yeah, just flashback back to me. You <laughs> see, you got to look these things up. You need to have fun facts in your life, otherwise you make a fucking you fool kind of yourself. You kind of
5: notoriously mispronounce words, though. Oh, oh yeah. You I d- famously I d- mispronounce words. I don't words. know
4: what you're talking about. Oh, really? <laughs> you and John
5: should have a conversation. You go. <laughs> uh, uh, let's Travis go over murder. a couple. Acoustic music? <laughs> <laughs> uh,
6: that was once in high school. Once? That was once no. in high school.
5: Many more times <laughs> than once. Once in high school. It's a uh, geometry thing. <laughs> For a long time, he got indignant about not indignant. That's overstating it. But
4: I think I say I pronounced the word indignant wrong. No, uh,
5: (laughs) the word Ouija, as in Ouija board. For a while, Travis thought it was you played on an Ouija board.
4: Yeah, and I still stand by that. An Ouija, an Ouija board. Because it's not a Ouija. What is? Well, it it is a Ouija. No, but here's the thing: when you start, when you describe a word with it, uh, with that starts with a vowel, it becomes n, like an apple, right? An orange, not an banana. And Ouija spelled
2: O U I, right? Exactly. But
4: so an Ouija board. No, as a, but the word as is a, not a Ouija. But i are say saying the word's Ouija. The word is
5: Ouija. Is
0: it really? Yeah, it is. It's pronounced uh, Ouija, but as a copy editor, I'll jump in here.
6: Oh, you're right. copy editor. Yeah. Goddamn it. Yeah. Okay. Maybe it is a Ouija.
0: There, there are exceptions. It's not a hard and fast rule of that it's generally true that if it begins with a vowel, you proceed it with an. But kind of like exceptions. Kind of but, like an
5: historic event. Yeah. Yes. But that starts with an H, but mm-hmm. we say an. But mm-hmm. if you
0: pronounce it historic, then you say a historic event. See, it all depends on the actual pronunciation of the vowel sound, because Ouija is actually like a W pronunciation, so then it supersedes the AN rule.
4: Wow. Yeah. Okay. I didn't
0: know you were a copy editor. Yeah. That's I worked cool. at the Seattle Times uh, for oh, like shit. seven oh. years. Then I was in the sports department of the Detroit News for like seven years. Now, now. he's a marketer. Oh, no. Now I'm a media consultant. Oh, cool. Yeah. Wow. Yep. All yeah. right. Fantastic. So I'm a grammar nerd, but I never tell people because people get really weird when you tell them you check grammar for a living. Like they're, ha. like people mm-hmm. feel weird texting you or emailing you. They're like, I'm well, always checking my grammar. You know, I'm like, I, I
5: His assure texts you. Texts
1: always have like, punctuation and, like, but full again, sentences. I oh, I just always joke.
5: assume everyone's judging me on my bad grammar, <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> regardless will, of your
0: field. I never call out people on their typing. You know what I mean? I'm like, I'm not that person. I will mm-hmm. call out John because he's never wrong about anything, so that's the only person I call out about sure. saying where it's <laughs> that's wrong. That's fair. Yeah. And okay. actually, your story reminds me of a story, a small twenty story, is Aww, is like the case. So funny. when I was in eighth grade, uh, one day in class, or no, seventh grade, seventh grade, and I was in class one day, and the teacher's like, Guys, what what's another word for a nutritionist? And uh, I raised my hand and I said, A gynecologist?
4: Oh no. <laughs> uh, and she looked at me and she said,
0: You know, if don't wear the word like if you don't know the word, don't open your mouth and say stupid things. Wow. I should also mention that she was a Catholic nun at my elementary school. <laughs> and then go. the kid in front of me at uh, the whole class laughed at me and then the kid I won't say his name though I remember it, he turned around and said to me, whispered to me. It's like you stupid idiot. A gynecologist is an ass doctor.
5: <laughs> <laughs> that, uh, oh, that reminds so me of our teacher, a mutual teacher. We didn't have her at the same time, but she really liked prairie dogs. <laughs> <laughs> And one day she wore a t-shirt, she wore a t-shirt to school that said, I'm prairie dogging it, which is another term for when you have to take a shit so bad. It's just kind of popping out a little and bit. Oh, out. A turtle <laughs> heading And she was the only one in the room yeah. full of immature high school kids that didn't know hey, putt- that her shirt meant, I have to take a shit right now.
4: It's popularized, the first popularized in the movie, Rat Race, mm-hmm. uh, a fantastic flick if you've oh, not seen it. That's Fuck. awesome. Uh, oh <laughs> guys, <laughs> I
0: can't think of a better way to wrap this up. Yeah. Oh, Jim, why don't you grab that guitar? Whoa. Once again, thanks so much to Travis Peltow and Joe Hingleberg. Thank, Thank you
4: guys you so guys. much. Thanks, thanks for having us. Guys. Anything
0: you'd like to plug? Anything coming up? Uh, okay. Oh, catch <laughs> them at Diff. They'll be uh, yeah, performing we'll be... with the Planet Ant home team, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, Forever 15. Forever 15, Human uh, Amusements.
4: Yeah, fingers across. Uh, I, I don't know what the full, Lord knows what the full schedule and lineup will be, but hopefully with the offbeats too, we will see. Oh, okay. Well, yeah. um, and then. I was going to say, we have the 24-hour sketch show this weekend, but by the time this oh, okay. is live, it will have happened. Oh, but yeah. if you're listening to this and the Fior Twins Pride show hasn't happened, come and check that yeah, out. Yeah, check that out. It's a, be fun. Yeah, fun. Yeah, it's June a lot of fun. 10th? Uh, yeah, I think so. Yep. June yeah. 10th.
0: Yeah. four. the ha- the wizard, the handsome Jim Harper. Oh, sorry. Oh, go ahead. Follow Human Reasons on Snapchat follow Almost him yes forgot. Matt Noss will oh. love you for that if you didn't Sorry.
2: learn that from the Matt Noss show
0: yes you know, well, or hey, there's podcasts hurt. you know he's just following the, the Gary Vaynerchuk rules or whatever that, you got uh,
4: him I'm yeah, just
2: so. saying people need to learn mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. follow him on Snapchat that's, that's right
4: and I had to interrupt you while you're doing the outro to put a final button on this whole episode when John yeah no very me. good Sure, <laughs> good. <laughs> Travis
0: nothing made me happier than you
4: interrupting Tony <laughs>
0: I'm not even going to repeat it. I'm just going to carry it on. The warrior, John Yar. Yeah. And the Maiden true, Heather Anonymous. I'm your host, Tony Agusti, saying, play us out, Jim.
2: Oh, the after improv shows for fans.
3: <laughs> <laughs> okay. It doesn't mean anything. It doesn't Our, mean anything. we workshop Absolutely. <laughs>